Welcome to Rosecast, the number one batch recap podcast hosted by a male and a racial best friend duo. Uh, AB, how's it going? Lots to get to today. It's going good. A lot of stuff to get to? Um, some of it has to do with JoJo season. That was the second part of that statement. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's a lot, there's like a lot to get to. I was going to say, I have less notes than ever from JoJo's season. I had a feeling that would be the case. Okay. Yeah. And here's, here's the thing, Rim. We just, yeah. I feel it felt like this just happened. It w- just happened. We, Daniel and like Chad Johnson, Evan, that stuff seems like just yesterday we were recording a podcast about this scenario. I know. So it was hard to get into it. It's it's not been enough time since JoJo. Did you watch to the end of the episode though? Yes, all three hours. So you know what's coming next. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm big time excited for next Me week. Too. Wow. My so what they're doing next week for those who didn't watch, which is the vast majority of Bachelor Nation, <laughs> they're doing next week kind of a two for one, the first season of The Bachelor with Alex Michael. And the first season of The Bachelorette with Trista Wren, 2002 and 2003. My question for you is, A.B., I've been watching these seasons, mm-hmm. you in wa- most cases rewatching them. Do you watch JoJo's? Yes. Okay. Not worth it. Again, not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Just another total waste of time. It's like draining me mentally. It's really draining me. <laughs> Shouldn't have watched JoJo's. That was I a watched, mistake. I watched The Mental All and The After the Final Rose too. <laughs> so... Anyway, my question is, should we, should I watch the first seasons? I want to see the first seasons, but should I watch, you know what I mean? We have the chance here for a GOAT episode to be fun and exciting and new. Yeah. If I watch the seasons, I feel like it won't be that. And I'll go, I'll be back to not liking the GOAT episode. Do you know what I'm asking here? What's your recommendation? Now, listen, (laughs) it's a big ask. To ask you to to watch something, Rim. Not really. Uh, two full seasons by but less than a week from seasons. now. Are they short? They're probably like six, seven episodes, eight max. Okay, well, in that case, the information you will gather from watching those two seasons and being able to provide me with yeah, insight that right. I will not get from them from their show, the Goat Seasons, is I can't calculate the how valuable that'll be for me, Rim. All right. Okay. Hate to do that to you. Yeah. Well, I hope the weather's bad on July 4th. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. (laughs) No, kidding around. I'll watch him. I'll watch him. Um, Let's get to JoJo's goat episode. Because here's the other thing. You know they're not going to do it right. So we need some background information on how the season actually was. Me particularly. I'm really interested to see who they get on. We're completely off topic now, but who they get on, who they have on for updates. It has to be the people, the leads, doesn't it? I feel like nobody knows where the first Bachelor is anymore. Oh. <laughs> no one knows what he's doing. Because that was, that was almost 20 years ago. Yeah. You know? The, yeah. He's not on it. I don't know. I might watch the first season if it's that short. It's definitely shorter. It's definitely shorter. The episodes might even be an hour long. Wow. That com- Out of nowhere. That's a, <laughs> that has no basis, in fact. But it could be. Anyway, JoJo's Goat episode, the first segment, Wells and Sarah Highland update. Naturally, why not? Do you want to keep a tally of strange comments from Chris this episode? Because there was at least three that made me kind of uncomfortable. The first one implied that Wells is lucky he's engaged to Sarah Highland because what she will see on the season recap might make her like him less and possibly break up with him. This logic, of course, makes no sense because Sarah watched this season and 
it's why she liked Wells in the first place. Do you understand? You know what I'm saying, AB? Yes, I understand that. And also, Chris is acting like, what did Wells do that Wells was, was not like a loser no. on the show. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was a perfect gentleman on the show. The one thing that got him is because he didn't kiss the girl so much. Why would, why would she care about that? About how long he took to kiss? There was nothing they showed that reflected poorly upon Wells. No. Everyone came <laughs> away from the, that season in the moment thinking Wells was awesome. And the, I remember even a little bachelor buzz. It wasn't going to happen. Yes, but there was a little yes. buzz for Wells. People liked Wells. Universally liked and the, the rare 100% approval rating of Bachelor Nation. People wanted him for Bachelor and he didn't make it very far. You know? That's right. So that tells you something about Wells. Just weird. Like, he's trying to, like, josh around with his buddy, but it just didn't make it. Didn't make any sense. They're, they're not going to break up, Chris. Just anyway, <laughs> it gets worse. Uh, let's talk about the cast of dudes from night one. Jordan Rogers, of course, first out the limo. They didn't show that, but he he? was. Luke P., Evan Bass, good guy Derek, Robbie, Chad, Daniel. You mentioned the damn Daniel. Wells, of course, Chase, Alex. And that's kind of, did I miss any of the big dogs? You said Chad, right? I said Chad. No. I didn't put enough emphasis on it, though. Yeah, pretty good. Big cast of big name guys here. Has your opinion of the group as a whole changed since we watched it four years ago? Well, some of the top dogs have kind of fallen off. Like Robbie got second and he, we hate him. Uh, Luke, I think he has something going on too where we don't like him anymore. (laughs) He was a big dog. You still do have Wells, one of the most important people on the franchise now. He's one of the, the lead people as a paradise person and he's always brought on to talk chad's still one of the biggest villains jordan rogers and jojo are still big names it's still a big cast but we probably think more negatively about some of the top guys on it yes exactly i think what happened with this crew was and derek don't forget about derek Derek. we hate derek well i wouldn't say hate derek i just didn't by Derek's a good guy. Okay, we started to I didn't hate buy him. that storyline. That storyline <laughs> was fishy to me. And we I think started you know to what hate I'm him talking about. when there was that Bachelor buzz after he got a li- after the Bachelor oh, yeah, Paradise I, stuff. We really didn't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. <laughs> hey, I, I'm I, saying hate too much. We don't hate these yeah, people. You were. Yeah, you we 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 turned we were turned off by Derek. Exactly. Um, I think what happened with this crew, excluding Derek and excluding Wells and excluding Jordan. What happened with these guys was they this was a group that let it go to their head. The Bachelor at fame. Robbie is bouncing around all these reality shows. This is the man who got second. Like half of America was rooting for Robbie. I had completely forgotten that Robbie got second. Second. And he's on Siesta Key or whatever that show is. Yeah, he's on all sorts of stuff. (laughs) Um, He allegedly cheated on Amanda Stan. He's terrible in paradise. (laughs) He's just been all over the place. Okay, Robbie. uh, Luke Pell had that awful, like, when the cameras were, quote, off after Winter Games with Stassi. Do you remember that? That's right. I couldn't remember what he did that turned us off on him, too. Yeah, it was bad. It was that, yep. James Taylor is... 
like a political antagonist online now. So he's just like <laughs> okay. turning off a whole lot of people. Okay. Uh, there's just these and uh, I don't well, know what, what side is he on. What side do you think, AB? Let's <laughs> <laughs> not. Okay, on. keep going. Who, who else? Oh, and Chad. Chad somehow was a controversial, to use Chris's word, figure then. Holy is cow. Ten times. Do you did you see the recent stuff? His stuff last night? Yeah. It, I, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> Are we gonna I really touch wish on I hadn't. That? We'll touch on it at the end. Holy I don't want to turn cow. listeners off. He had an opportunity to rehab his whole image. America loves He's going the other way. He did absolutely <laughs> dug his heels in. <laughs> and to to release what he released last night, this is a tease. It's been four years, dude. Despicable. Just kind of what he did despicable. was despicable. <laughs> despicable. Not anyway. So the act, just the whole concept of what he was, what he said, and who he dra- drug into what he's doing. I don't have any problem with what he's doing per se. No, not just not how. At all. He's being a jerk about he's it. He's making a living, but he's he's using other people's fame and, like, taking them down in the mud. Yes. It, yes. Bad look. Stay tuned, though, if you don't yes. know what we're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> anyway, my point is, we. I remember watching this, thinking highly of some of these guys. Yeah. And not liking Jordan. Yeah. Why did we not like Jordan? I couldn't. Do you remember? I, I'll tell you why. Well, here's here's my theory. So, I rewatched the season, and I was watching it thinking, like, why did we hate? We really did not awesome, like Jordan. And he still seems awesome. He's great now. Um, I think the reason why we didn't like him is twofold. One, he was really polished. He was really, he was too good at being on TV. He was too comfortable talking on television, which, as we learned, is because he is good at that, and that's his, now his profession. Yeah. But at the time, it seemed fake, right? Yeah. And. They didn't highlight this last night, but there was like a two or three episode arc where after Chad left, Jordan was the villain. All the other guys were coming at Jordan for not being there for the right reasons or whatever. Okay. So Jordan was like a semi villain during the season. And we had turned on him much earlier than that. But in retrospect, Jordan's one of the best guys on the show. Probably. It just seems like me and you often are wrong. I are know. wrong for one. That's that's one thing <laughs> yeah, I've that's becoming very with clear <laughs> with these goat seasons. But we don't we don't like when someone is the leader in the pack, and it's pretty clear they're going to probably win from early on. And then I think we turn on those people, no matter who yep. they are. Yep. And we we use that to. To make it seem like the relationship with the person isn't going to work out, we did it with Always. we did it with what's his name, Doctor Richard Bryan. Yep, Bri- Doctor Abs. We killed Doctor Abs. We roasted Doctor Abs, even though their connection was something probable. If they showed the Rachel season, <laughs> we would see an unparalleled connection from yeah. the show. I'm sorry they fell in love so early, Rim and AB. Maybe just <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe just relax. But I think we always turn on the people when they fall so quickly, and we know who's going to win. Facts. That's it's exactly what it is. It's something <laughs> it's we need really to. Unfortunate. It's, it's not fair. It's this is good reflection. <laughs> we need to look inward. And yeah. Figure this out for <laughs> yes, ourselves. Yes, this is something we a way we can grow. 
Yes. And just a couple people have listened. I'm not, uh, I, I haven't told people where they can find our, our old recaps, but a couple people have listened. Man, I'm embarrassed wrong. by the opinions. <laughs> I'm embarrassed by the opinions. And I feel like we were mean back then. Way too mean. Yeah. But a couple people have listened and they're, and they've told us that like we hated JoJo on Ben season. That's what I thought too. I told you. I thought, I think we had negative opinions on JoJo and now I'm looking back and I'm like, this sweetheart who's the queen of the We're franchise, who did nothing wrong the entire time? What is our problem? We're dumb. Um, anyway, didn't expect to spend that much time on that segment, but a couple things I want to call out from night one. Wells had the best intro of all time, the all for one acapella. That's, yeah. Goes without saying. Unbelievable. Uh, Chris's second strange comment of the night, they showed a clip of Daniel pretending he was naked and grabbing Evan, who was looking away. And then Chris turned towards his son and was like, this is what college is like, son. And I was like, what college are you? That's two. <laughs> That's two. Uh, anything on the Chase segment? The tantric yoga, great first kiss. No, I'm out on Chase. Uh, mm. because he was on the challenge and stunk. Oh, that's right. So if you can't perform on the challenge house, you're not going to be on the top of my list. That's the quickest way for you to lose AB's respect. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. In life. You show up and you don't life. perform in the challenge house, you're dead to me. There's a lot of other things you could do that will not damage your reputation as much <laughs> as failing on the challenge. How is any good? He's like 6'4". He's an ex-baseball player, wide. I think, or something. He, uh, oh. I don't know. It just wasn't doesn't good. Doesn't translate. That doesn't translate. You. It takes. It's not just about athleticism on the challenge room. You have to have special <laughs> a special mindset, and you have to be able to adapt. You got to have adaptability. Okay. And I don't think Chase had that. I'm not calling Chase an unintelligent person, but I bet he got outsmarted <laughs> by the challenge big dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the challenge vets run circles around people mentally. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> anyway, well segment. They showed some highlights. Again, Chris made it seem like it was embarrassing. It was not. It was adorable. He's great. Uh, struggled on the firefighter group date because he's wearing gear that was half his body weight. It was unfair. Of course it was unfair. Very unfair. There were actual fighter fighters in that. And it was... <laughs> Wells finally got the one-on-one -on -one date. And he reveals to group that he still hadn't kissed Jojo yet at that point. Now, this was probably seven episodes, six or seven episodes in. Obviously, he had no shot at winning mm -hmm. by that point. But I remember finding this very endearing that he was scared to kiss this girl he had a crush on. And the first kiss, it turned out to be great. I don't. Do you remember what the what they were doing on the date with the water and the colored lights? Were they up? Was this when they went up in the air in like a balloon or something? No. Is some theater performance? You thought that took place in a balloon? Did you were you looking at the screen? Uh I I remember recently some season, well they were sliding around. That's why I thought they were yeah. like in a low gravity situation or something. I don't know what no. was going on. I don't know what they did not explain the date on the recap nor did they explain it in the show. Oh, really? I don't know okay. what... All that we were talking about was the kiss. I didn't know... I can't explain what that date was to you. Okay. Can't explain it. But it was a good kiss. Cut to Chris, who jokingly <laughs> asks if him and Sarah are still engaged. I don't... 
Because he wanted well, Chris, to... Chris, she has seen the season. That's how she knows he exists, okay? <laughs> she knows what happened on the season. Because he wanted to build a connection before getting physical? <laughs> Are you ready to break up with Wells for being a really nice guy and not there what? for the wrong reasons? <laughs> and getting to know a girl? It's something I imagine he also did with you, Sarah? Is that something you want to break up with him about? What do you think, Chris? The guy follows old uh, traditional rules of courtship? Is that <laughs> offensive to you? <laughs> Uh, and then this was the quote of the night. He says to Sarah Highland, who is engaged to Wells, he says, here's your chance to defend your fiance. Obviously, he didn't come off as such a great lover on The Bachelorette, which is an <laughs> absurd, absurd way to phrase what he was getting <laughs> at. absurd to say that. And then he asks, is he a good kisser? And I ask you, maybe who is interested in the answer to this question? <laughs> They're engaged. He's done kissing other people. <laughs> it doesn't it's matter if he's a good Chris. kisser or not. I don't care if he's a good kisser or not. Who is like, ooh, Sarah Hyland thinks her fiance is a good kisser. That's not like. Well, what was she going to say also? Yeah, Chris? exactly. You're just asking questions. Chris has come off worse than ever in these. <laughs> worse than ever. Worse than in ever. these goat seasons. I'll say that. It's not good. It's deteriorating by the week anything else on wells sarah highland no big fan of both of them that's a good couple uh chad segment i have a lot of notes on chad and it's not necessarily about what occurred but kind of just he seems almost uh, archaic in a way it was four years ago but there's a lot of things that chad did that i don't think the audience would stand for these days you think he's archaic when he's eating a fucking sweet potato raw rim <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> another way <laughs> yeah. yeah um so on the one hand he was a good villain like he was a captivating i have written down here i think he's the best villain of all time for multiple reasons when he wasn't crossing the line yeah he was good because he has Here's why I think he's the best. All the guys hated him for one. He had the entire house. It was everyone against him. He was he was pushed up into a corner. Yeah. And he's the type of guy that's gonna come out biting. Yeah. But it's not thrashing. It's not always gonna be crossing the line. He has this little funny side to him where he where he gets you he makes you laugh at certain things and he says outrageous stuff to the guy. <laughs> Truly outrageous <laughs> stuff. And I think he was He's so competitive, he was taking it as a competition, and he wanted to beat all these other people. Yeah. Which I don't think all the villains have. And like you said, he's not hes not afraid of any of them, so he's hes going to say whatever he wants at any time. And I think hes he was also trying to make a name for himself a little bit in yeah. terms of building a brand or whatever. So he's got that going for him as well. Like I said, he's clever. He's a smart... Guys, some of the insults he had were like Good needling insults. the guys yeah. perfectly mm -hmm. in a way that, I mean, it's a bad thing to do. Good humans don't do and say the things he did. But if you're going to be bad, he was smart. He's about At one point, he called Evan Gary Oldman from Fifth Element, which is just a great, <laughs> like, obscure reference and kind of on point. The meats, the sweet potato, it's funny stuff. Just funny stuff. Um, he also interacted with, uh, with Daniel a lot. And Daniel yeah. is... That was a good good group there. A good duo working off each other. Daniel just like liked Chad. I don't know why I liked Chad, but also kind of not on Chad's intellectual level. So Chad could kind of joke circles right. It was there was good things to Chad being on TV. 
he was also pretty obviously totally unhinged and crossed the line. A loose cannon. He was a loose cannon, which makes you a good villain. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Here's I have a list of things, moments when he should have been removed from the show. It's a long list. <laughs> and okay. Here's the here's one more thing about what makes him made him such a great villain. It was a good cast of guys to be around him too. Number one, he didn't want to be friends with any of them, and also yeah. a lot of the like Evan and Alex in particular, insecure guys who who he could really get a rise out of with some of yes. the stuff like. Some of the people were there, like even Wells said it, you had two camps there, people that were just going to ignore Chad, like, and then you had the people that could not ignore Chad. Yeah. Poking him. Poking at the bear. Uh, Go ahead with the list of stuff that should be eliminated from reality (laughs) TV. You're dead right, because Alex spent most of his time Alex couldn't get by going at Chad and if you didn't have if you didn't have Alex there it was like the perfect storm if you didn't have Alex there you just wouldn't have seen that all that from Chad no here are the here are the times it should have got kicked off we've already we're already going longer (laughs) than I expected he should have gotten kicked off when he ripped Evan's shirt okay (laughs) outrageous right okay pulls him back I don't remember it being I mean, it was a foot away from JoJo. She should have eliminated him right in that (laughs) moment. I'm so confused why he was allowed to stay after that. He got physical with Evan in front of the lead. In front of 100 people. (laughs) Everyone saw it. And then again, in the backstage after that, he shoved Evan. Yep. Okay. And was very intimidating on his face. Again, when he threatened to find Jordan after the show. These are separate incidents now. Stay tuned. Again, when he he also punched the door in the Evan debacle. Mm -hmm. Punched the door. So he's doing damage to property. Okay. Again, he told Evan... He would die. He goes, you're going to die if you don't stop. He's threatening murder. Okay. (laughs) Another time he threatened murder is he said he would murder someone if he couldn't lift weights. Really just all times he should have been removed from the show. Now, important context, I think. His mom passed away six months prior to the filming of the show. Not in the right headspace. Not in the right headspace, which means he probably was in the casting process very shortly after that event. Which, to me, says he never should have been cast on the show. They knew that. And they cast him on the show anyway. Well, that's that's one of the things with reality TV, Rim. These producers, they live for that type of stuff. I, I, <laughs> let me tell you a story from it's the sick. challenge, really Rim, sick. to, to uh, show this side of producers. CT, you know CT. Love CT. Everyone loves CT now. Oh, this is going to break my heart when you tell this. Go ahead. They brought him on for a challenge. This had to be 10 years ago now. His brother had just been murdered. And he had broken up with Diem. Rest in peace, Diem. Okay? He shows up for the challenge. I don't know how much time had passed, but not enough. And he gets into a... a fist fight. This is one of the biggest guys on the challenge with this tiny guy in one of the scariest reality TV moments of all time. Go watch the video if you want. It's CT versus Adam. He almost kills him. Okay? And they've... I remember that. This is something at that time they lived for. They knew that was going to happen. He wasn't in the right headspace to show up on this challenge and compete. And that's just what... I think they've gotten better with that in reality television and not putting like... These people in this highly stressful, emotional 
mind of a situation that reality TV is when you're already not in the right headspace to begin with. You just can't do that because bad stuff will happen. Something could have very bad. This could have went way worse, you know, like Chad could have actually done very big time damage to Evan because he wasn't in the right headspace. Sprinkle in alcohol, Alcohol. which was more prevalent on this Mm -hmm. season and probably on the challenge too. And I mean, it was, I think, wrong what Evan did talking about the steroids on stage, but it seemed likely yeah. that Chad was probably a pre-show steroid user, assuming that didn't help either. They just they knew what they had with him, and this is when they kind of proved that they didn't care. Evan tells Chad, or tells Chris, excuse me, what happened with Chad. Chris pretended he didn't know. He knew. <laughs> and then knew. <laughs> Chris pulled Chad aside to kind of address his behavior, violence and threats of violence, they drew no lines. They had set no expectations. <laughs> they let him stay. All they did was bring in 24-hour security, which made for a great scene. <laughs> but if you need security for one of your contestants on a dating show, you're going to safely assume you can send them home. You can send him <laughs> you know? home. Yes. <laughs> exactly. But they needed that two-on-one date. And what a two-on-one date it was with <laughs> Alex and Chad uh, sitting in basically in the middle of a creek. Speaking of... Moving water um, features, not features, moving water where people are in the middle of it. I'm referring last week to when we laughed at someone who suggested you could drive through a river in Iowa. Big time update on that. Okay. (laughs) I've been been waiting all week for this update. (laughs) Breathtaking, shocking update to that, which we laughed at. Okay. Anyway, the two-on-one date, when Alex outlasted Chad... Uh, the guys in the house had probably the biggest party I've ever seen on the show. They made him a cake. They celebrated like no one has ever celebrated on this show. And Alex, too. That's when we knew Alex wasn't really there for <laughs> JoJo. Like, he couldn't wait to get away from JoJo to get back to the boys to celebrate what he had just done. Exactly. He was, like, making out with JoJo, and he's like, the boys are going to love me for this. <laughs> um, a couple other notes about Chad. Interestingly, Alex was Marine, mm-hmm. the U.S. Marine veteran. So was Chad. They never mentioned that on the show because you don't. Was he really? Yeah. They were both in the Marines. Didn't so know that. Alex is like the good guy, yeah. USA service member. Chad is the bet. You don't want to tie being in the Marine because then what, you know. Yeah. We mentioned this earlier. The Chad post bachelor career. Has he been on other? He's been on other reality shows. X on the beach. It seemed like he was making strides in the right direction like he was almost on the challenge which i was well for one he went on bachelor in paradise and said he was going to rip someone's legs off and limbs off and throw them in the pool we didn't touch on that yet uh then he i got didn't see p- that season i haven't seen that i'm bachelor gonna watch in paradise? It. what we it's, we didn't watch that. are you sure i'm positive really i laughed at the idea that, again this was pre-rose cast so i laughed at the idea of i'm like i'm not gonna watch paradise. wait jojo wasn't pre-rose cast was it yes she was ben and jojo were we did a Nick month. Vile. Nick Vile was first season of Rosecast. Wow, interesting. So they were yeah. on the other feed, the other podcast. Yes. Did we the even secret feed? <laughs> secret feed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he he got booted off Bachelor in Paradise. We didn't. We haven't even said that. Spoiler yet. alert! I haven't even seen it. <laughs> he got okay, kicked he got off. Rim. No surprise. Okay, then that makes the after the final rose crazier because they already filmed that at that point. Yeah. Almost positive. Yeah, got, and they were they were they had Chad and they're like, "Whoa, Chad, you're so no." Wacky are you man. sure we didn't touch on this? Remember, he tells 
he's talking about Chris Harrison drinking like a Mai Tai or Mimosas. something. Mimosa. Mimosas. Wait, but thought- that was in the preview. Okay. It was in all the previews. Okay. And he was pointing at Chris Harrison like he was going to, you know, murder him. <laughs> on those deals. <laughs> anyway, so he was on X on the he Beach. He was on X on the Beach. He was on Bachelor in Paradise. He was almost on the challenge. He actually came off, I thought, well on, Bach- in, on X's on the Beach, which I watched that season. Oh. Wow. Came off well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything else that I'm missing from his posts? No. Well, he... What I wanted to get to is he seemed to have he seems to have cultivated his online presence of that of a bully. He spends he spent a lot of time since then tweeting about how he knows things about other contestants. He just yeah. denigrates everyone who's not him that is on the franchise. Uh, and now recently he has started an OnlyFans account, which if you don't know what that is, don't Google it on your work computer. Uh, <laughs> again, not a bad thing, but it seems. What he did last night, which was post a video of a stretch limousine pulling up to allegedly JoJo and Jordan's new home, pulling up outside of it with a woman and performing something that you can pay to see on his OnlyFans account. Mm-hmm. I, I hate that I even just described and he commented, That's where Chad's at four years he later. He commented that he said he was going to find Jordan and yes. fuck his world up or whatever, and he's finally... He didn't say when he was going to do it, so now he's cashing yeah. that in. That was the whole point of it. And he and he posted it during, yeah, the show. during the he's show. Very vindictive. Yeah. So he's not. He has not turned it around. He has not no. rehabbed his image. I'm scared to say these things. I don't know if he's going to come find me. <laughs> Just uh, it makes me. It makes me sad. Agreed. Anything else about that? You want to move on to the next? No, let's move on. Airless segments. Uh, Evan and Wells. Both funny. Carly has the kids. Waste of time. Anything else on this? I like Evan and Carly now. Obviously, like Wells. Good. Yeah. Good story. Yeah. Good story. But nothing to talk about there. It would be nice if Chris didn't take credit for the existence of children. Babies? In yeah. The world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, that's always weird. Yeah. Next up, nice guy, Derek. Trademark. Uh, people forget Derek had a two-on-one date also. There are two two-on-one dates this season. Derek and Chase. This segment was basically him crying on the ride home after he didn't get a rose. One of the all-time extended tear sessions. In the moment, we got tricked. Watching this back? I don't buy it, Rim. That's what I put, too. I said, in the, I said looking back, this was probably a Bachelor move. I didn't That's know exactly that was a That's exactly what this was. This was a Bachelor move. In the moment, I know we thought this was one of the most poor guy, Derek, emotional. We Absolutely. But, Here's the thing. He did this. He's done this multiple times since then. The exact same thing. Trying to become the bachelor. <laughs> Damn. Lines like lines like Derek is imperfect. Talking about himself yeah, in the yeah. third person, or you know, he does the classic "I'll never find love" type of stuff. That in yeah. the moment you can do it once. You can't do it multiple times. He did this in Bachelor in Paradise too. If you are really truly heart, if you're only heartbroken. And you have no other gears turning in your head while you're heartbroken. You don't. You really don't say anything. You, you don't, don't have these lines. You don't, you have, don't these have lines. lines. Yeah. You don't. You just cry. That's all you do. I mean, and what a crescendo too. The the don't cry for me. Argentina was beautiful, and it kept, his cries kept getting worse and worse. He's like, I knew. I, I told myself I wasn't going to cry, and then he just <laughs> by the end of it, he was a complete mess. I think he was probably really heartbroken, but it was. 
We definitely would have interpreted this differently if it happened now. All right, let's take a quick break. All right, now we're getting to the big dogs. The Luke P segment. These two had something special, I think. A few people have texted us who listened to those episodes and said, we loved Luke P and didn't like JoJo for breaking it off with him. One of the reasons that we didn't like JoJo. I remember this hanger scene oh. like it was yesterday, Rem. I was floored <laughs> by him being sent home. Absolutely stunned. And I do remember being a big Luke P fan. His face when she said Chase is one of the all-time dumbfounding looks. It's the his, same face I had. His mouth was open. He goes, he's like, uh, uh, <laughs> just looking. What? I don't think they showed this. He pulled her aside before yeah, the war ceremony. That. Yeah. And told her, I love you. Yeah. Because he realized he's the only one who didn't do that. And then she's like, thanks. And then they go back in and she doesn't give him a rose. Crazy. She could have broken it off with him then. Crazy. 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 And they had an awesome hometown. That's right. A very good hometown. Couldn't believe it. I thought it was him, him or Jordan. I really did. In the moment. There was a lot. He was slated to be the next Bachelor. Factual. Until they found out that he was like recruiting people to be on his show. You know what I mean? He's trying to like set his own cast. And I think ABC didn't take a liking to that. So they... <laughs> really? I didn't. I've never heard that. Okay. I think I think Chris said that as much in an interview and there are rumors that he was doing that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Anything else on Luke? I like his charity. Wounded Veterans Music is Therapy. That's a, that's a good cause. Yeah. Um, it was good to see him on there. We mentioned that he was a scuzz. Yeah. Scuzz to Stassi on a winter game. Hopefully he's, if he wants to find love, he needs to make some changes from the last time we've seen him. That's all. That's, that's all. <laughs> that's, that's all. <laughs> okay. That's, that's all. Uh, change. That's, that's all. Be different. <laughs> Be different. Don't treat women like that, period. If you want to yeah, exactly. find love in your life, you can't act like that anymore, Luke. Hopefully you've changed <laughs> in the couple of years. <laughs> Dr. Marriage. <laughs> Chase segment. Uh, I remember Chase, not a lot of juice. No, he's got no juice. Um, all I can see is him in the sand down in the challenge taking an L. That's, that's all I can picture whenever I see this guy down in the pit taking an L. Uh, Never to be seen again on the challenge. I guess I got to watch it. Champs versus pros? Pros versus stars? No, 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 no. He, he's on uh, uh, World of the Wars. War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds, yeah. He was on an actual season. He wasn't like a star. That's unbelievable and unacceptable. Now, there have been Bachelors on Chance for Stars, but Chase was on an actual season. Josh Murray. Yeah, Josh Murray was on there. Yeah. But he was on an actual season and blew it. He blew it for all. He blew it for the franchise. <laughs> yeah. If he'd have done well, they'd have, they'd pick from the franchise. These guys are popcorn muscle guys. <laughs> yeah, That's what we found muscles. out. They're fake muscles on this show. <laughs> uh, okay. I think, I think Alex would do well. I think Alex would. I could see that. Well, Alex, yeah. Yeah. This was the third segment where the meat of the segment was the contestant tells Jojo he loves her. And Jojo ends it. Immediately and sends him home. <laughs> yeah, immediately <laughs> sends him home. And then they're just in the limo, shell-shocked. Uh, a little different in Chase's case. He said this in the fantasy suite. He has gotten into, you know, the castle, the Mario castle at the end of the level. He's in. <laughs> right? He's in the castle. And then Bowser 
Jojo sends him back to the first level. You know what I mean? She's like, he goes down a hole or something and he has to redo the whole journey again. <laughs> he was in the fantasy suite. Crazy. There's no way he could go Crazy. Home. There's no way. She invited him. She said, come to the fantasy suite, forgo your rooms. And he said, I love you. Jojo, they didn't show it. She went outside. She was like, ah. Am I crazy or was she do. begging him to say I love you before that? Yeah, she was. She basically forced him to say I love you and then realized I don't love him. So why were you asking (laughs) him to say that? Exactly. He was very upset on the ride home. And I think justifiably so. Yeah. You actual blindside to be sent home from the fantasy fantasy suite. suite. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. But carpet yanked out. Anything else on Chase? No, like I said, in the sand, took the L. Can't remember anything okay, else maybe about the guy. Nobody saw that. <laughs> Not many people listening saw it. <laughs> Just letting you know my opinion on the guy. All right, AB, tell me if I'm overthinking this. The Zoom segment with Tyler Cameron featuring Tyler's friend, Matt James. You got to let this man live on his own. Who? Matt James. It can't just okay. be Tyler's friend, the Bachelor. Exactly. It's Matt James. Let him, let him spread his wings and fly. Okay, Rim. They're scared. They're scared They're to scared. let him loose. They're scared. They're scared, They're scared of scared the Black Bachelor loose. getting let loose out here. <laughs> They're scared. Why is Tyler there for this? Ch- Trojan horse. Matt James <laughs> That's in exactly via what the most likable person. That's exactly you. Hey, have- check out. Let's. They talked to Tyler for a long time and were like, "Oh yeah, oh wait, Matt, Matt James is here. Oh, you he mean to, the most the important person on the has to show slide right in yeah. like this? He's like, hey, I'm here too, like Chris Collinsworth <laughs> on Sunday Night Football. Like, hey, can I join? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. This was ridiculous. This is the batch. The next Bachelor. He's he's the prize right now in your series. He's the next big guy, and he can't. He can't be the lead of the Zoom call him? with Chris. He can't be the lead of that. He's got to be. He's got to be a supporting actor. It didn't seem you gotta like take much, the but it, it was. You got to take yeah, the kitty gloves kitty, off take with it. Him. They're scared. They are scared. <laughs> and it even was highlighted a little bit more when Matt said, "Hey, like I have a bunch of black friends, and they're they're getting into the show now. They're excited to watch yeah. the show. Who they don't watch it, and now they want to watch it." That's good, right? Chris was like, all right, anyway. Talk to you later. Good to see <laughs> you, Tyler. <laughs> There's no conversation about that. I'm surprised they even let that part stay in. Yeah. It was just, boy, watch Tyler be on every episode, <laughs> like, next to Matt. Like, this is Matt. <laughs> passing out the roses. <laughs> exactly. Tyler's right, going to hey, be passing out the roses. <laughs> hey, Me and Suzanne, Matt, decided. Matt wants to know if you'll accept this rose. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, anything on Jordan, the Jordan, or excuse me, Robbie segment. Sorry. No, just that Robbie's a snake oil salesman. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Do I got an opportunity for you? That type of guy. Yes. Yes. (laughs) This guy will sell you a timeshare without a license. (laughs) A couple things from rewatch. He was great. He was a sweetheart. Yeah. Okay. It was weird. I was like, wait, why did we not like this guy? Obviously, another guy who since then, Siesta Key, probably X on the beach, I assume, bouncing around, cheated on Amanda, true colors, right? Mm -hmm. But on this season, he was a convincing, dashing. Maybe that's why we thought, that's why we liked, we didn't like Jordan as much. We wanted him to win. Uh, no, because we also didn't like Robbie because he said, I love you on their first date, which mm. young 
Bachelor viewer Rim was rolling on the floor laughing at this, <laughs> expecting her to send him home. But he made it to the end. He has a more snake oil vibe to him now, of course. A uh, Jordan segment. Any notes on here? I, for some reason, don't. They showed the Jordan part. It was good. No. I didn't write anything about no Jordan. No notes on the guy no. who won. Okay. None. Nope. I really, I really just think the two things we mentioned at the start, him being too good on TV and coming off as faking it. Oh, I wrote here, the main thing I'm gathering is how wrong we were about everything, but we already touched on that. We're wrong. We were wrong. We're wrong. Uh, final day in Thailand. Let's finish this up. They ran back the lead is in love with two people thing from Ben's season. I, I'm not sure jo- JoJo was in, in love, love with, with Robbie. No. Yeah. Uh, it was a great finale, though. This was a classic. Don't know who's going to win. Whoever steps out first, going to get their heart crushed. Anything else on that? The proposal. Beautiful proposal. No. It's a good proposal. Good season. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jordan and JoJo Zoom. Did you watch this? Yeah, they said Jordan said they had a they almost a year into it broke up because of how hard it was. I can see that. I I I I think in general people weren't happy about Jordan winning and I'm sure it was hard. I'm sure it was hard. And I they seem awesome together. The, someone on Instagram pointed out that their Insta stories last night were hilarious. They were both just watching the show, making fun of it. Very funny. Fun couple. Yeah. Who'd have, who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk? But it's true. And it's, it, it really was, They on after the final rose, they showed some of the magazines where it was like, he doesn't love her, yeah. and like they're leaving each other. It really was, jo- Jordan was a villain. In retrospect, it's wild to think about it, it just he was. I think, I think people thought he wasn't, he was going to break up with her. He was just there yes. for fame. Uh, yeah. And I don't think he was. I think that was part of it, maybe to start, but I think he really did love her by the end of it. Again, I I don't begrudge people as much for going on the show if it amplifies the thing they wanted to do before going on the show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, agreed. Jordan probably has wanted to get into the sports casting game, which is a very competitive Mm-hmm. Every ex-player wants to do this. It's not easy to get those gigs. Going on The Bachelor allowed him to get that gig, and now he has that. He's in the biz now. Yeah. So I don't mind it. Uh, Okay. Do you want to do other? You want to hear my other season notes? Absolutely. Can't wait. Trip down memory lane. First thing you should know, you'll remember this. uh, You roasted me for it when I revealed it. I picked. Do you remember who I picked? At the beginning? No. Christian. To win? I Christian to win. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I saw him on there. Mixed guy. There were three black men on the season. Mm-hmm. Two of them appeared to be biracial, and those were the only two to receive roses on night one. So very quickly, we got down to zero. Mm-hmm. No James McCoy Taylor at all in the GOAT recap. He tweeted it's because of Trump. he's a Trump supporter, which... Is definitely not the criteria, James. There would not be many people to recap if that was <laughs> precluding him. I mentioned this earlier. After episode four, when Chad went home, there was a movement to make Jordan the villain. They all turned on him. A lot of wrong reasons. He's fake. At one point, JoJo was on a date with Jordan and said she met a girl who used to date him. 
and that girl said he wasn't the best boyfriend, so there was... Ooh, I don't remember that. Overnight dates, A.B. Robbie, Jordan, Chase. What happened between Chase's daytime and nighttime date, Robbie visited JoJo at her place in between on the day of an, of an overnight date. Maybe that affected why Chase got the boot. Interesting. And at the men's halal, I don't know if you remember this, but they treated Chad like he was Goldberg. He was separated from the rest of them. He was in a trailer. I saw the Instagram. Yeah, that was good. That's good content <laughs> on that Instagram. Well, there, well, it is. It took a lot of time and effort. Uh, the overlap between Bachelor viewers and late 1990s WCW <laughs> viewers is not high. It's not there? Okay. It's not there. It's basically you and I. Okay. Well, uh, they kept me. him separated. It was funny. I was dying laughing while thinking. <laughs> they separated him in a trailer and had security guards, and they walked him in the studio. So no wonder they didn't kick him off the show. They loved having him they there. They loved it. Chad was at the mental and after the final rose. And at one point he gave a speech asking to be the next bachelor and he got booed off the stage. <laughs> That's funny. Mailbag. We didn't have a question again. So think of a question. The mailbag is 773-234-7794. We got a lot of texts. Book club feedback. We joked about how the Chris Harrison's book is not in libraries. It is in libraries. Abundant in libraries. Emily from Reno says, as a librarian, I want to say that public libraries are a perfect place to get Chris Harrison's book. I looked it up and over 700 public libraries in the U.S. own it. There are also ebook and audiobook versions available. The audiobook is not narrated by Chris, unfortunately. Also, if your public library does not own it, you can ask that it be borrowed via interlibrary loan. This is real inside library. This is library information. I love libraries. Libraries Let me tell you that. I love libraries. People don't use libraries to the full extent, me included. I'm a library guy. Agreed. I still don't use all the perks of a library. There's so many things they got going on there. Good things, great things going on. Wow. This is not a bit. No. Libraries are great. No bit and here. This is not a new thing of Ruminate B. No, we, I've been a library libraries. guy, and I'm still learning about libraries. That's the thing about libraries. They're fabulous. Absolutely. Very pro-library podcast here. Uh, or basically shipped to your library from a library that has it. Hashtag the more you know. Thank you, Emily, the librarian from Reno. Good information. Indianapolis area code. There are seven copies of Chris Harrison's book at libraries in my county. And two are on hold. (laughs) So him putting it in the back has worked. I'm very confused after the description. A writer goes back to Texas for a retreat and finds her old love letters in her hotel room? Pulitzer Prize winning novel, this is not. Thank you, Indianapolis. Aaron, having read Chris Harrison's book during a particularly low point in the last few years, I cannot recommend buying it. Check out your local library instead. <laughs> they have ebooks and physical copies. Win win. Okay, so another step towards a book club. <laughs> Unbelievably. One text about the GOAT episodes themselves. Feedback Jenny from Placerville, California. I looked up Placerville AP. It looks amazing. It's old mining Placerville town. Placerville, what? Placerville. Never heard of it. What's Placerville, state? California. Oh, California. Okay. It's in like the foothills below Lake Tahoe. So northern, northern. Hmm. It's like Deadwood. It's an old gold mining town. Wow. Placerville. You got to get to Placerwood. I just said Placerville. I think you said Placerwood. <laughs> Never said. No way. No way. Deadwood, Placerfield. It's, there's no field anywhere. It's Placerville. Placerville, Deadwood. 
Placer. Did I call it Deadwood? It's possible I called it Placerwood. I think you did. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I think you called it Placerwood. Either that or I did. Either way. Go ahead. Placerville. Jenny, I'm having the same feeling about these GOAT episodes. I didn't even watch Ben's recap, and I really don't feel like I missed anything. I would classify myself as a sporadic super fan, and I've always been intrigued by Ben's season since I haven't watched it yet. But in my experience, these GOAT episodes don't accurately represent the season at all. I think they just shape them around what people they could get in to Zoom that day. That's a great point. Thank you, Jenny. Elizabeth, since I just listened to your recap of Ben's season, I thought I could hopefully clear up the confusion you had on your last episode about your stance at the time. You knew that Lauren B. would win, and you didn't really like JoJo. You were confused why people liked her that much. You started liking JoJo during her season of The Bachelorette, though. That rings a bell. Good information. Uh Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) Thanks for telling us. I don't know. (laughs) Megan from Cedar Rapids. Does AB watch cooking shows, specifically Worst Cooks in America? Yes. Spoiler alert. Did you watch that? Yes. Celebrity Edition. Wells and Bananas were in the finals. That's what Megan says. Yeah. That's unbelievable serendipity. Yeah, you couldn't get it. When I saw that <laughs> Wells and, but number one, I was going to watch when Bananas was on there, but then Wells shows up. Uh, Uncle Joey was on there. Uh, oh, Dave Cooley. Yeah. Some other, they had a good group of people there. Huge news regarding that river you can drive through in Iowa. Emma from Des Moines revealed that in Ledges State Park, about 45 minutes south of Des Moines, there are paths that go through creeks. I looked it up. There is photo evidence of cars driving through these creeks. How high is the water? You're not on water? Or you're on water? I would say I'm... You're doing something with your hand like people can I'm see what you're doing. I'm looking. <laughs> this, this, this. We're talking about a Tell foot, when... two feet? Not two feet. Maybe a foot at the deepest. Okay. Probably not all the way to the top of the wheel well. I would be surprised if they reached the top of the wheel well. Okay. Just a little inside automobiles for you. But it's real. It's real. So Say that again. The, we apologize. The, the park? Ledges State Park. And where is this? It is south of Des Moines. I mean, Do I got to get to Ledges? North. North of Des Moines, not south. Sorry. <laughs> okay. It is... F- it is forty. That would have been trouble. It is forty-five minutes north, AB, okay. of where you live. I'll check yeah. that out. I'm interested. State parks, pro state national parks here. Also, mm-hmm. absolutely. public resources. Absolutely, take advantage of take them. advantage of the stuff around you, folks. While they're still, while they're still available. Anyway, <laughs> uh, AB, anything else that we missed on this episode? Uh, Headline of the week. Yeah, I got one for you here, Rim. This is from Vulture. Claire Crawley. Shout out to Vulture, who featured us seven, three years ago in an article. People forget I'm, about that. I'm forever indebted to Vulture. People forget for that. about Vulture. Claire Crawley's Bachelorette season resumes production. Coronavirus be damned. <laughs> it sounds like they're doing. They're not doing it at the mansion for one. They're doing it offsite in a less populated area of Los Angeles. I figured it would be. Like in Mexico or at some island no, resort, dating island. In LA, just huh. not at the mansion. It's They're going to be kind of in a bubble. So they, they come in. Yeah. It's going to be similar to the NBA. They're going to get tested when they come in. Then they have to wait a certain amount of time, get retested before they can start shooting. I assume if you get it, 
you have to leave. There's going to be some interesting dynamics here, coronavirus-wise. Now, here's the thing. It's going to be a true bubble. They're not going to be leaving at all. It's going to be entirely at this location. You understand me? You're looking a little skeptical. I'm... The dates are going to be there. I'm not skeptical. I'm just... The dates are going to be there. The uh, They're all going to be living together, including Claire. Okay? I, I assume she'll get her own, like, house on the compound or whatever, but it's all going to be there. It's going to be a little Bachelor in Paradise style with even less leaving the beach. And that should be starting... I'm just concerned. You know, they're already... They're planning for it, so it should be coming up here. I assume in they the fall. They did announce that on their official... I'm just concerned. I mean, what if one of the leads gets coronavirus? Yeah, somebody's going to get leader? it. What somebody's if one of the leaders? Now, if you do it right, if it's a true bubble, they should be all right. If they do it right. Theoretically. Theoretically. Yeah. They should be all right. Now, with a show like this, it's 100 crew members. Are they all going to be living there too? It's just. That's the thing. That's always the p- thing people don't think about is like. You can put all the, the people that are member, putting it on. Everyone who's working on the show also have to, has to commit to this two months, three I months away from your family. I think you could make that happen. Like, there would be people in this time with so much unemployment that would be willing to work. Now, sure. I don't know the quality of the show they're going to be able to put out. Yeah. But it's interesting, and it's going to be a dynamic that we've never seen before. Now, that leads me to my mailbag question, Rim. Oh, okay. I was definitely for guy forgetting that about leads that. leads me to my yes. mailbag question. Do you, would you rather have Claire's season in a corona, in the coronavirus times sometime before the end of 2020, or would you rather wait for however long that takes, two years, Ugh. to have a regular season where they're traveling around and all this other stuff until, presumably, we'd need a vaccine before they can ever travel like that again. So... Matt James's season's going to be like this as well, you would think. Yeah. Would you rather have that, or do you do you just want the content? Me, personally, I want the content, but I want to yeah, know what everyone else wants. we need the content. Yeah. I'm tired of watching these same seasons again. That's a lot to chew on. That's a lot to chew on. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. I think that's all we have. Um, I have no plugs at the end. Follow on the internet, at Rosecast Podcast. Talk to you later. <laughs>